Yo, what's up? And welcome back to the Motocross Training Podcast. I am your host, Joel Yunkins, and I'm going to be bringing you another episode here for Motocross Training. And in today's podcast, we are going to talk about something that this is sort of going to be kind of a rant style compared to my first three podcasts, but this is something, a topic that's kind of close to my heart. And I really believe this wholeheartedly, and I want to share this idea with you guys today. So the topic, as you see, what you clicked on, it says winning is fun. And I truly believe this. Um, you know, this is something that I think in all kind of forms of life, whether it's sports, business, any kind of like real goals that are attainable and are important to you, when you're winning at them, you know, that's when it's the most fun. Okay. That's when things get real and like reality sets in that like, man, all my hard work is paid off and like it's happening. Like, you know, it's something you can only really explain if you experienced it. And hopefully if you're listening, you've already experienced this and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So before we get get really like into the meat and potatoes of this today, I do want to clarify one thing. Winning doesn't just mean getting first place. So winning, how I'm going to refer to it in this podcast is really, you know, success for your own standards or goals. And this can come in many forms. Like I said, it doesn't have to be just winning first place. There's only one winner in motocross and in racing, but a win for you might be, you know, getting second place, getting on the podium, getting a top five, getting a top 10, heck, just even qualifying for a race. So, um, you know, take that for what it is. Winning is, doesn't mean unless you're winning the race, doesn't mean you can't be fulfilled. All right. There's a lot of many forms. Everybody's in a different situation. Everybody's in different spots of their career. You know, winning could be, you know, a vet, a vet racer or a senior racer that is just happy to just go race and be competitive with his friends because maybe he blew his knee out a couple of years ago thought he can never race again, but him just showing up to the race, giving it as giving it his all or her all, um, you know, that could be a huge win for themselves. So I just want to get that out of the way and, you know, moving forward with this, I'm kind of breaking this down into two parts and this is going to be kind of more of like a rant style podcast. So it's either going to be kind of short or it's going to go a little longer, uh, than I anticipate here, but you know, just kind of hang on tight Uh, I'm going to throw some stuff at you guys here to kind of absorb today and just kind of think about and put in perspective in your own racing career. So the first part of this is I just want to identify that, you know, you're a high level athlete and, you know, make sure you act like it. So we all kind of get into racing or riding dirt bikes. You know, it's kind of bumped back here. We all get into riding dirt bikes for the fun of it. We don't really buy a bike to, you know, include all this pressure of winning right off the bat. You know, if you are a good racer at a high level racer right now, you probably got a dirt bike when you're a little kid. And, you know, just as time grew, you know, the goal is maybe to always turn pro and race at the highest level. Well, if you're there at that point, you know, a common thing in in motocross, what I hear is like, you know, riders getting to a point where they're just like, man, I'm just tired of racing. I just want to go back and just make things fun again and do this and that. Like, I'm just so over, you know, this and that and all like, I just want to ride for fun. I'm tired of doing motos. Um, and I understand that. 
I was a former athlete myself. Um, I was very competitive, especially with football. I totally understand that. But there's kind of comes a choice where like, if that's where your mind is, mind is, and you know, you truly just don't want to like worry about competing at the highest level that you're capable of doing. And you just rather go, you know, ride for leisure and just enjoy your bike and not have any pressure of this stuff called winning or success. Then, you know, maybe you should go just race amateur or just go ride for fun. And then if that's your true, if that's your true journey, then just own it and just go that route. But you have to understand that, you know, if you want to ride at the highest level, you're competing against guys that are just like you, that want to win just as bad as you. And you're going to have to do things to beat them. Okay. You're going to have to make sacrifices. It's not going to be just every day waking up and just, you know, throwing whips and riding wheelies all day on your dirt bike just for the fun of it. Can that still be in and, you know, be in the form of winning? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to get kind of more into that in part two. But, you know, really for. For right now, I think you just have to understand, like, you know, if you're not committed to this, to to getting better, and, and you rather just talk about it just being fun and just being leisure, then, you know, maybe it's just time to get out of the way and let the people that do want to race and win, um, you know, have their chances at it instead of just taking up space, and you can go out and just ride for fun. That's not to bash anybody. This is just a reality, because it's the same thing in any other sport, um, and, you know, and and I've experienced this myself where, you know, I played college football and I was, you know, played for a very competitive program that played in a very competitive conference. And, you know, when I went from high school, like high school football was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, there was some stuff that sucked you had to do. But, you know, for the most part, like high school football is just fun. And when you make that choice to go play college football and they give you a scholarship you know, there's sort of this element where it basically just turns into a job. You know, I know you're not like paid as like a, as a college athlete, but they pay for your school. I have zero college debt from playing football, but it really came at a cost of like, you know, it was like working a full-time job to play football for college while still going to school. But even dealing with all of that, you know, it did provide like some awesome experiences and, you know, like, when you go through all that and you get to go play at Ohio state or play at Pitt, um, or where the Pittsburgh Steelers play and you get to just experience like playing football, like your highest form, you know, to me, that was really awesome. Like it, in that moment, it made it worth it. But my point is in this part one is like, if you really like, if you're willing to put the work and dedication in that it takes for you to reach your potential and whatever that is in your realm of of athletic competition. That's like the real success and that's going to taste good. And that's when like winning is really fun. It's not just like, you know, you're gonna be able to enjoy your dirt bike, but then you're going to enjoy this sport on a whole nother level. And it's going to be super rewarding. And I'm sure you've experienced that. And it's like, I think some, a lot of times, like as athletes, people forget that's what they're chasing after. And you know, if you don't want to go down that road anymore, I totally understand because it's it's hard and sometimes it's frustrating and it takes a lot of work. And, you know, sometimes it may feel like you're losing your sanity a little bit, but you have to understand that the pinnacle of winning is is man. Like, that's what we're all chasing. So, you know, hang in there and like embrace that. 
embrace that element as well. I'm basically telling you, um, you know, I got a couple examples here of like different forms of winning and like how like, you know, like how awesome like things could be. So one of my former clients, Jason Thomas, um, this is Jason from the United Kingdom, and he came over to race GNCCs here in America. And, you know, he has a couple of XC2 championships and an XC3, you know, title. But I know for a fact that, like, it meant so much to him winning those at least XC2 titles, because I don't know if he what he did with his XC3 title, but I'm almost 99% sure he has both XC2 titles tattooed on him, if not at least the first one. And that's just a sign of just, you know, someone that moved to a different country, put in all this work, you know, dealt with challenges on and off the track. And it's just like, man, like he was willing to like tattoo that <laughs> onto him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause that's really what it meant. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, one of my other clients is Jeremy Han, a uh, really good motocross racer. He's actually really good at supercross too. And actually if you knew the amount of times he's actually rode on a supercross track because finding a supercross track in Northeast Ohio is like finding a unicorn. So he has a very minimal time to actually ride supercross, you know, throughout the week, but, or ever, I should say, it's just like hit and miss when he can kind of get down South, but you know, he's been racing supercross and, you know, he finally got into the main event last year. And, um, I think it was, uh, I forget which, which round it was right now. I'm drawing a blank, but you know, he finally got into the main event and it was just like, man, like you could just tell like when he came back home, like we were just so pumped for him. Like he didn't win obviously, but you know, he finished the main, he got in the main, he finished it and just like came back and you could just see this big smile on his face. And it was just like almost like everything in, you know, his world up to this point, like it, it just showed like it just paid off and like, it might just seem like a small moment if you're watching the race, but for him and his family and, and us here helping him, like it was awesome. Um, you know, more recent one, you know, Quinn Wenzel, uh, I started working with him this year and he's been a privateer rider doing like hard enduros and, and really extreme races like that. And, you know, for him, he's just been like one of them top guys, but you know, he eventually like this all paid off for him. And, you know, he has a factory ride heading into 2020 with, with Sherco and, you know, he's going to be getting his, you know, bikes right from them. He's got a salary, you know, everything you want with the factory deal, like he guys now. And, um, you know, it's really cool. And it's just someone to watch, you know, like he was willing to travel around the race. He, you know, he even hired me and, you know, made that into a new part of his routine. Started just did a bunch of little things that just added up to him finally getting a factory ride. One that he really deserves. Um, you know, he got second in the American Hard Enduro Series last year, so he's very well deserving of it. And you know, like that's just in itself of getting a factory ride. Like that was a huge win for him, and that's career changing moments right there. And for him, like now riding is going to be even like more fun. Like it's more fulfilling to him. It's all that much more motivation to keep going. Um, so kind of my point here for part one is like, man, like when you're winning, life is good. And like when you're really achieving what you truly set out to achieve, like that's that's the real success, man. And that's like I said, it's going to taste really good when that happens. And you can't lose sight of that. You know, 
for myself, like as a racer, man, I just enjoy it for fun. Like I put myself in that category. I'm racing. I race amateur. You know, the sh- the opportunity for me to go pro that that ship sailed a long time ago. So like, if you don't want to deal with the pressure and like the responsibility of chasing your goals, then man, just go race for fun. You know, like because it is a lot of hard work and it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time, a lot of investments. You know, kind of make your choice. You know, am I in it to win it or am I just hey, I love dirt bikes. I just want to ride them. So that's my part one. The part two, what I want to get into is like, you know, I talk about making the sacrifices, the dedications and things like that. Here's kind of the training part of it is that if you're training correctly, and I mean, training like riding, training in the gym, scheduling your workouts and riding sessions properly during the week, you're actually going to save time. And that's going to give you more time to hang out with friends, focus on some recovery methods play ride more on your bike, things like that. So you want to think like if you're taking like a sniper approach, you know, you're going to use one bullet to kill your enemy to where think of someone like a soldier that goes in like just guns blazing and just unloading a bunch of ammo. When you're training and preparing, you want to think like a sniper, like you want to do everything to where you're very precise and getting in and getting out as soon as possible. Less is always better. And this is really counterintuitive. I know like a lot of, especially in America, but America as a whole, when it comes to sports training and training, but this also is very relevant in, um, in racing. What I see is just, everybody's just more is better. And man, that can't be like, that's like almost so, um, it's so far removed from the truth. Like it's hard to get people to really see that until they actually just like drink that Kool-Aid of like, okay, like. I'm just going to do this, this, and this, show up, ride, dominate. Like, you actually have to live it to experience it. But, you know, usually in my world of a coaching is the more volume you have to do, like the more work, the more riding, the more training, the more cycling, usually just equates to just the training is not that good. So you're trying to make up for bad training by just doing a lot of stuff. So it's kind of like the whole, like, you know, Activity is not achievement, and you're just trying to do a bunch of activity to mimic, you know, just this broad approach of just training you're trying to do. And then kind of moving on from this, like, you know, you shouldn't feel beat up all the time. You know, I think a lot of racers, like, they get in this, like, zone of, like, man, like, training's hard, riding's hard, like, I just feel, like, sore all the time, and, like, training becomes, like, this daunting thing, and, like, their riding becomes this daunting thing where, it shouldn't be like that. You should really have like, you should have this framework of like when you're, you're going to the gym, like almost fresh, you're going to the track almost fresh. Like you're not, you're not destroying yourself. You're, you're stimulating your training. You're stimulating your riding. You're getting in, you're getting out, you're, you're setting objectives, you're hitting them. And when you hit that objective for the day, you move on from it. You don't just sit there and keep pounding it out for hours on end because you know, you want to train today so that you can train tomorrow as well. And you want to think also like the fresh racers, they're going to be the ones that are strongest at the end of the race. So this is kind of weird, but like at the end of the race, no matter if you're in really good shape or you're in really bad shape, if you make it to the end of any race, whatever format you're racing in, it's going to suck. And it should suck because you're giving it your all either way. Okay. If you're just like cruising in to the finish line and you got like all this extra energy, then maybe you should try harder during the race. But whether you're prepared or unprepared, it's going to be hard. 
So what you want to do is actually go into the race feeling, you know, fresh. Do you want to put the work in? Do you got to do all the things, you, you know, you need to do and make, you know, dedicate yourself and make these small sacrifices throughout the week? Absolutely. But if you do it more precisely and actually have a solid training program and plan, you know, you're not going to feel like it's this huge daunting task and you can actually get back to like enjoying the process more instead of just dreading it and be like, man, I got to do all this. I ha- I have to suffer because training isn't just suffering. And really it's, it, I, I really kind of have like a bad relationship with the word suffering and training to where, yeah, there's a little bit of suffering, I guess, but like training as a whole is not suffering. Training is preparing. Okay. And I think when we just start equating, you know, oh, I got to go do my motos. I got to go to the gym after I got to do this. I got to do that. People just start looking into like this daunting task and they think of it like you have to suffer in order to win. Like, no, like you have to be good first. Like that's number one. You got to have like the physical and genetic skills to do this. And then two, you just need to plan and prepare properly. And if you're kind of doing that and you're a competitor and you know, like when the lights come on, okay, maybe unless you're doing supercross, there may not be lights, but like when things get real, you need to be a competitor and you need to, to rise up. And you get those three things working for you and you're going to win a lot and it's going to be really fun. So today was kind of a rant. I was kind of all over the place, but man, just really had some like thoughts that have been in my head for a long time about, you know, motocross racing. Cause this doesn't just happen in moto. It happens in all athletics, but you know, I just kind of want to recap some of my random thoughts here today. Well, they're not so random, but they may seem random in my head, but you know, you have to understand that winning is just your form of success. And that's kind of up to you to decide. And then when you make that decision, you need to kind of realize you need to make a decision of, you know, am I going to take this serious? Am I going to push myself to my full pinnacle, whether you're pro an a rider or, you know, just some kind of just competitive racer, you know, you have to understand, like, am I going to dedicate myself to this to really push myself and, and hit the levels that I know I'm capable of? Or like, man, I just want to have a dirt bike and I just want to have fun, you know? Um, and again, the, the levels of fun are a little different, but like, if you choose the route of like pushing yourself, man, I just, I just want to encourage you if you're in that spot right now, like, oh, I just, should I just go ride with my buddies and have fun? Or, you know, you're not really sure what you're doing as far as your racing career. Like really like think about that for a moment, like. If you're not getting the results you want, like if you could get the results, how would that make you feel? And, you know, because when you're winning, like I said, life is good and you can enjoy it. And just to recap on part two here real quick, you know, like I said, if you're training correctly and you're doing a lot of things you're supposed to be doing, you can actually cut down on training. You can actually cut down on energy and you can actually free up a lot of time. So like, man, you can have a little bit of a life and and still come into the races fresher and even in better shape than your competitors that are almost doubling the amount of work because they don't know what they're doing. So that's just sort of a rant today on this episode. I'm going to have kind of like some episodes where I'm just ranting certain topics for perspective. Other episodes are going to be a little more informative, like the first three where they're a little more structured. But today I just wanted to share this with you, man, and like just hope that I want to shine some perspective on, you know, really you know, don't lose sight of, of where you're capable of going. And if you're willing to hit that, man, just, I want to say, just 
go all in, go for it, chase that success. And when you don't have that anymore and you just want to ride for fun and that day is going to come, then, you know, you just enjoy that. And that's fine, too. So hope you enjoyed this today. Hopefully this got your wheels spinning a little bit in your head. Hopefully it's maybe, you know, either put your mind in the right place or, you know, maybe gives you some motivation moving forward. But, um, you know, hopefully so far you're enjoying these podcasts. If you're on iTunes, you know, subscribe to this channel, like it leave a comment uh, that helps the channel it lets me know that you guys want to keep listening to more of these things. And yeah, you can go to my website too. It's uh, www.jytraining.com. I have some resources for you guys to check out. Um, I have a physical preparation ebook, which would be uh, my JYT moto method ebook, ton of information as far as racing, lot that goes into my philosophy and there's even an eight week program built into that and a lot more so until next time we'll catch you on the next episode here on the motocross training podcast later